This is Short-Term Rental Management, the show that is all about short-term rental property management with your host, yours truly, Luke Carl. This episode of The Short-Term Show is brought to you by The Short-Term Shop. If you're interested in buying a short-term rental in one of the top vacation markets in America, just go to theshorttermshop.com and click Get Connected with an Agent. If you purchase a home with the shop, you'll have access to all of our client-only benefits, such as training on how to manage your short-term rental. So we'll teach you everything you need to know from how to set up your Airbnb and Burbo listings to how to use the property management software that you'll need to streamline your business, all the way down to helping you source your local boots on the ground like cleaners, handy people, etc. We've taught thousands of people just like you how to buy and manage their vacation homes from anywhere in the world. So head on over to the shorttermshop.com and click get connected with an agent to get started. I do have to mention that we're brokered by EXP or else I get in trouble. We'll see you guys over there. And here we are, yet another triumphant podcast with long hair Lou Cashflow Carl, the shaman of short term. So happy to be here on short-term rental management. It is it is a wonderful thing, man. It's Life is good, and we're glad to have you. Great to be in your presence. I do have lovely co-host today, Tim Grillo, who's a Midwestern guy like myself. Uh, we've got Nebraska versus Iowa here. Not versus. We're, we're in one. We're at peace. <laughs> we're, in, we're one in harmony and, uh, and, and motorcycles and, and, uh, and everything else and cars. So, Tim, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me today. Always love uh, being here and getting to see uh, your lovely face in the morning. Oh, stop that. Stop that. I appreciate that. Long hair. The hair, the hair is looking on point. Today. Long look, hair. Don't care. Good. It's getting, it gets hard, man, with the grays, you know, I mean, it's, uh, but uh, just embrace but, it. Just embrace it. You've earned every one of them. I listen, I've, I'm distinguished at this point. And, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I, like I think I might have one or two like right there. Oh, see, it's coming. I mean, I had them when I was a 16 year old kid, you know, I mean, I had one or two and then the next thing you know, you're old, (laughs) but uh, but yeah, life is good. We were just talking about, uh, briefly before we got on camera here about, uh, the hotels seem to be feeling a little bit of pressure from us here in the old, uh, single family space. We saw a commercial here recently. I don't remember who it was for or what it was about and I'm not here to gossip, but it looked to me like it was. Hotels were kind of crapping on short-term rentals saying uh, it was almost like they made it look like a horror flick where if you walk, you walk into a home, you never know what you're going to get in there. It could be dangerous, that kind of thing. And, and, and then they said, well, if you come and stay with us at our beautiful hotel, you get a key card and, and, uh, and it's going to be safe and that kind of thing. Did you see that commercial? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. And I, I, I think that's something, you know, one, I think it's, Partly, I'm like, that's awesome. They're, they're, you know, we're making an impact. And, uh, uh, but also, I think that's something we all got to pay attention to. I mean, we are competitors with hotels. There's no, no doubt about it. I mean, it's a little bit different in a vacation market. You know, the people that are coming to our places aren't necessarily looking to stay in a hotel at all. But, um, I think we all got to stay on our toes and make sure that we're providing awesome experiences for our guests so they don't want to go to a hotel. So, yeah, you know, I mean, really, at the end of the day, the big biggest difference is if you're really looking at it from a 10,000 foot perspective between a hotel and a short term uh, is that the short term's got a kitchen, you know, pots and pans, man. Pots we got and pots pans. and pans. The, the, I mean, the biggest difference in general in real estate uh, between asset classes is apartments have kitchens. Hotels do not. Apartments sometimes have central HVAC. Hotels usually have P-tax, you know, the, the, which is it right. was a hotel air conditioners for lack of a better, better way to put it, it slides into the wall. It's called a P-tax. And then of course, short-term rental, which has always been like this weird thing that nobody really ever talked about um, was an actual full home. And the beauty of that is that you can put all of your family in one place at one time. They all have their place. You know, here's my, here's my thing. Is short-term crapping on hotels? I don't, I mean, I haven't really seen that. I do see Verbo trying to crap on Airbnb and commercials and things like that, but why are they picking on us? You know I mean? We're the little guy. It's like you're going out to the playground and picking on the little guy, little guy, Mr. Hotel. I just, I don't get it. Um, and, and, yeah. And, and I think, you know, 
look at the evolution that's happened. I mean, back and you know, go back what 15 years ago, uh, we didn't exist, and uh, what did exist was two different things: there, uh, bed and breakfasts. There was like true bed and breakfasts where it was like uh, usually the people like lived there, and it was like a business, like a boutique business they ran, and people would come and stay in their house, and it was just kind of a I don't know. I honestly, I always, I kind of used to get like a creepy vibe out of that. Like, I don't want to go stay with somebody, you know? And then, you know, in these vacation markets, it's been around a hundred years where, you know, you can go rent a condo or you could go rent a hotel, but there, there was like a little bit of a front desk situation because you went through a property manager, you know, and Airbnb and Verbo have really, they're, they're the two biggies that have really changed it, but it's really changed the industry in that it's become this, uh, uh keyless personless thing that's that and quite frankly i love it you know i love and and i had a little bit of eye-opening experience there today i was thinking about man we got we got it we're up on these hotels because it's so easy like to get into our places you just show up and walk in you got a door code you don't have to talk to anybody you don't have to you don't have to go to a front desk and like stand in line with a bunch of coffin people and with whatever kids hanging off them everywhere and then deal with anything you just go into your own place but uh, we checked into a hotel the other day, and uh, we were just on a quickie trip and just an overnighter. So we got a hotel, and uh, they sent us a, an app. So download this app, and here's your uh, here's your key, and it went right to our phones. And uh, it was, I gotta say, it was pretty cool. We didn't have to check in at the front desk, and uh, and we just walked in, and as soon as you got close to the door, it unlocked, and you went in. So uh, there. They're definitely, uh, you know, the the bigger, better ones are definitely on top of their game, and they're trying to, you know, be at the top still. So, dare I say that they sort of stole that from us with the Schlegang codes? It's in, in the Yales, uh, which absolutely, uh, which, I, yeah. Which the new end, the new end code, uh, they call it the plus. Their on code, however you want to pronounce it, uh, it uh, it has the same capability. If you have the app. Uh, on your phone, it will open the, you just swipe, you, like, in other words, if you're coming home with your groceries, you just, you know, kind of bump up against it and it'll open. Um, now the downside- Give it the old that, hip swing. Yeah, the old hip swing. Now the problem there is, I don't see that being repeatable in, in our business because, you know, I mean, even if you're renting Verbos every day for business or whatever, you know, only one of 5,000 right. of them are going to have there's that. no there's no guarantee that everybody's going to have that you know right and that and that is where the hotels have some you know some if you want to call it an advantage you know they have the advantage of you know it's the mcdonald's effect right. you know if you go to if you go to a hampton inn they're they're all pretty much the same you know and you so you kind of know what you're walking into where in our business there is a little bit of that not not all hosts unfortunately are as good as us yeah yeah <laughs> uh but you know, again, it would be, it'd be a, go ahead. Well, they're operating at scale is what it is. You know, there, there's a Hampton Inn in every, every town in America or whatever. And, uh, and you know, it's like Delta sky miles. You know, if you, if you stay with the same hotel all the time, you just download that. And it, and that's another incentive for you to keep going back to their hotel. Oh, I've got the app on my phone. I don't have to talk to anybody. I can just walk up to the room and it'll open because the app's on my phone, you know, and, um, it's, it's a little different because, uh, you, again, you know, you, you and I, with these short, with a single family home, we, we're not going to have a single family home available, available for folks in 47 different towns in America where they can just download one app. And, and besides the apps, third party branded anyway, you know, right. Um, right. And, and that's not the end all be all. It's not like people are going to pick a hotel over this because of that. It's just, you know, I'm just seeing little things, you know, that I think, uh, they're trying to make it more convenient and hip and whatever. Uh, and, I, and there's people that aren't going to want to do that. Just like in our business. I mean, there's, there's, we still get messages from people that barely, you know, understand a door code. <laughs> yeah, that is, a, that is a factor. Are the guests even going to know what we're talking about with these door codes? But, you know, I mean, yeah, the door code thing has been part of short term for a long time because there is no front desk. We didn't have a choice. And now they're over there with their front desk and saying, hey, just I mean, are they going to eliminate the front desk at some point? Like it's it's another job that they got to pay for. I, I don't see that happening, but uh, I don't see that happening in a hotel. I mean, I think you're always going to need somebody there. Uh, you know what that person's capable of and what they pay on that. That might change, you know, um, you know, uh it, there, it may be a more of a minimal type situation of what they need to do, you know? So, yeah. Well, you know, uh, again, think, at the end I of the day, it, go ahead. 
No, I was gonna say I think if you have a hotel, you're probably always gonna have there's somebody's gotta be there on site. You know, it's it's too big, too much stuff going on. And uh, you know, there's no and it, it's such part of the culture, you know. I mean, not saying that can't change, but uh, you know, are they always gonna hand out free toothbrushes if you forgot yours? I don't know about that either. <laughs> Well, that is nice. Sometimes I'm packing my bag and I purposely, if I'm going to a hotel, I'll leave all that stuff out of there because I don't want to have to carry a dirty toothbrush in my bag and I can just go get one at the front desk. And that's kind of cool. Uh, but again, you know, I can't take, I can't take uh, my, my, my mom and dad and my brother and my sister or whatever uh, and all right. stay in one place. You can't, and cook like, dinner and sit on the couch and, and uh, play video games and play pool and go on hikes. You know, you're not doing that. Yeah. See, to me, they're completely different things. There's a time and a place they for are. a hotel when I want to be in the exact location and I just want easy in and out somebody to make the bed for me. Uh, and then if I'm taking my kids and we're going on like an actual vacation to somewhere cool, uh, then, you, you know, you go, you get, you get a kick-ass house with like a really nice kitchen and um, a big massive TV and things like that, where you can gather in one room and they're completely different things, you know, but here's, no, the I agree with that. And yeah. I, I, I use both. I mean, uh, we use both a lot. I mean, and it's exactly what you said. If we're, if we're driving down the road and we got a 14 hour drive, you know, I'm just going to pop in. We want to stop. I'm just, you know, I'm not going to Airbnb for that. That's totally hotel time, you know? And, uh, and I generally pick, you know, there's about three that we like, you know, and we pick one of those, whatever's close. And, uh, but you know, if I'm going anywhere for a couple days, going to have kids, whatever it's Airbnb all the way. So. Yes, I need to quit calling it Airbnb. It's a short-term rental. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, whatever it is. It's a single-family home that you rent overnight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, my thing is, is you got to learn from, from people that are better than you and everything, you know. Um, you, that's, why, that's why I call it the enemy method. Completely agree. I mean, uh, it's it just... I think, you know, they are two completely different things with different with different uh, circumstances when to use them, but there are definitely crossovers that we can learn from them. I mean, at the end of the day, they are both hospitality and uh, exactly. You were going on that road and I cut you off. So go, no, that's go all back right. to the enemy method. No, no, no but I was going to say, I, I, that's why I called it the enemy method, which, you know, Avery sometimes reminds me that, you know, the average Joe or somebody that's never heard of this business or anything that name is a little confusing or, or misconceived, you know, it's, it's like weird. Why, why, why would you call that? Because for me, these people I was looking for, which at the time, honestly, back when I first started, they didn't even really exist. There was very few of these people. To me, it was like, I got to go find this guy that I got to be better than he's my enemy. I got to track him down. And I've got, it's like being a boxer, you know, I'm like Rocky versus Apollo Creed. He's my enemy. I got to get in there and be better than him. But in order to do that, I got to check him out and see what he's got going on. You know, there's a lot of stuff I've stolen from hotels that helped me as, as far as management and, and my day-to-day -day within my properties. Um, I, I, for instance, I put a, a little alarm clock that I stole from the Hilton, uh, the Hilton in Omaha, Nebraska, who want to stay at when I go home, see my did, folks and everything. Did you actually like take it, take I that alarm not. clock? It was, or it was screwed you down. Just copy the idea. You it said was, stole. So I just want to clear it that up. It was screwed down. <laughs> um, and, uh, I'll look it up here in a minute and give you guys what it was. I can't, I don't remember things off the top of my head, but it was just a really cool little alarm clock with a, uh, it was very nice and it had two outlets on the top and two USBs on the top. And it was very, a very, and, I, and again, I'll look it up and put it in the show notes or, or mention it here when Tim's talking. But um, I, I was like, man, this is really cool. I need one of these next to the bed in my short term. So thank you, Hilton. And, uh, and it's in the same, it's the same ones in every Hilton in America. And then I also got the, it's called a, man, I can't remember the names of these things, but I got another one on. So what I do now is I put a, put the Hilton alarm clock on one side on the driver's side of the bed. And then I put the, the, I put a, just a charging station thing on the other side. Um, it's called a Danny something, Danny. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They, they make all different ones. It's basically, yeah. uh, you plug it in the wall and it gives them some USBs. Yes. And, uh, usually it's got a, like a 110 outlet and some USBs and the nicer ones, actually some of them, you can get ones that actually have the magnetic charger on them. You can slap your, your watch on it. You can do whatever, but there's different ones, but, uh, uh, those are fantastic. We've started doing all those, uh, as well. Um, you know, you said enemy method and that's, that's. An awesome, you know, enemy methods pretty much getting obsessed about you, what, just what you said, their enemies. Uh, 
Another thing I do is I do uh, what I call 3C analysis. Uh, I, I look at the three C's are your customer, your competitor and creating value. So like, I always want to know, who, like if you, if you say up front when you run your business, who is my customer and cater that property to them, you know, cater to who you want to stand there. And then understanding your competitor is your competitor, the hotel that's right next door, or do you surrounded by, you know, a thousand other short-term rentals, you know, so you need to understand that so you can, crush and be better than them and then creating value you know you want to create value for your guests that's the name of the game that way they leave you a good review possibly come back and tell all their friends about it and uh, uh so that's that's kind of the method i use so but in that same thing you know the understanding your competitor part is basically the enemy method and uh uh there's definitely stuff i've gotten out of both other short-term rentals and uh hotels and even even places you know places like disney are fantastic you know they've got this hospitality stuff pretty figured out and there's a lot of stuff that you can uh take from places like that and ideas so yeah and uh super danny by the way was the charger that i was looking for super danny um and uh you just put it next to the bed they're really inexpensive they look cool um, and I did not steal that from a hotel, by the way. I just did a lot of research and found that that was the one that I liked the most, mostly because it looked cool. And I have them in all my houses. And and I, quite frankly, if somebody steals it, I don't really care that much because they're cheap. Um, and uh, uh, the and, and the alarm clock is QB time. The the that one I did uh, again. Steal's not the right word. Um, enemy methoded from Hilton QB time. I really love those things, man. I have them in all my short terms. They're not cheap. They're not expensive. But they're really well made and and heavy duty, and I put them next to the bed, and they it, again, it's an alarm clock, which is a, it's a dinosaur, it's an outdated thing to begin with, but it's just you know it makes it look a little bit more professional for sixty nine dollars or whatever it is. You put it next to the bed, and and you can charge your phone, and it just legitimizes your place, you know, just little stuff like that to set you above and uh, uh, above, and and again. Hotel or not hotel, when you're going to stay in a property, you're, you know, I'm, dude, for me as a host, as a guy that, a manager, again, a property manager is what I am. Anytime I'm staying anywhere, short term, uh, hotel, whatever, I'm looking around to see how I can make my my business better. Something that's awesome, I think that I'll say we do that's ahead of the hotels right now, and and it, it can be it can be huge or kind of minimal, but is the digital guidebooks. I mean, the digital guidebooks with. You know, you load those things up with stuff to do and, and all the attractions that are close by and all the details of the property. It just makes the experience of staying in a short-term rental fantastic. So, Absolutely. I stayed in a, in a fancy uh, short-term recently that had a timer on, I'm sorry, ladies, what I would call the fart fan, um, which is what, that's the technical term for it, right? You got fart fans and boob lights. Um, those are two real. Those that's the way they sell them at the hardware store. Yeah, it's the hardware You got to go to the fart fan aisle you go, and, yeah. and pick out your fart. Excuse fan. me. Can you point me in the direction of the boob lights? Uh, but uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'd never seen that before. It had an on and off at the, and it took me a minute to even figure out what it was. I had to touch it, you know? So um, I, I touched it and it, oh my goodness, that's the fan. Is this the boob light or is this the fart fan? Fart fan. Uh, you you, I'm sure you could oh, put okay. it. You could probably put it on a light if you wanted to. I don't see why not. I mean, it's it's just one. It's the same electrical, isn't it? I decided I didn't want to put those in my short terms, though. It was a little too fancy. Even even me, I, I'm I feel, I'm pretty pretty uh, confident in, in my abilities to uh, get get around a house and swing a hammer. But um, even for me, it was like, uh, this thing is a little, you know, like somebody's going to ask me what it is and I don't really want, and my whole goal is to not really get people asking me questions, but I did put one in, in the house I live in and, and I'm dig it. It's pretty cool. You know, just little stuff like that. Um, I'm also re starting to rethink the, the gift basket. Are you doing gift baskets? We are actually, uh, again, I, well, we've talked about this before. My wife loves hospitality and she loves guest interaction. And, uh, so that's something that, uh, we've actually probably been doing it for, a while um you know it, it used to kind of be not a thing i don't know yes but the answer is yes we do them and actually a lot of times she does a little handwritten note you know uh if we're in town uh she has some systems for when we're out of town but if we're in town uh she actually likes running around and leaving those baskets and handwritten notes for the guests and uh and the guests love it i gotta say we've had a lot of people comment on them so so do you have you always done those or it was implemented recently um, somewhat recently, I, it, within the last year and a half. 
but no, not always. We certainly did not always do it. Yeah, I was always kind of anti. I had one cleaner. I don't even know how we got on this subject, but we'll roll with it. I had one cleaner that did them. <laughs> um, and, uh, Jerry and Jerry, they were wonderful. Uh, they retired, but uh, I didn't even know they were doing it and, until I went. This is this is this ought to tell you about these these gift baskets. I didn't even know they were doing it until. I went to my own house and I was like, what the hell he's doing a gift basket. Uh, I never realized that because nobody ever said anything. And I'm like, uh, if the, nobody ever says anything, why bother? You know? So I just kind of implemented that. Like this guy's been doing this for months and not one person's ever thanked me or said anything about it. So, uh, is it a waste of time? Maybe, you know, so I just never did it, but I yeah, did it. I'll, I'll honestly say people we've, I'm going to say roughly 25% of our reviews mention it, you know, thanks really? for the, they left us lovely, they left us a lovely gift when we showed up. It was awesome. And what it's, is she putting in? you know, it, it's, a, uh, it depends on the size of the property. Um, but, uh, basically water bottles and, uh, some snacks, you know, um, and you know, it's simple stuff. Uh, I, I really, I couldn't, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like water <laughs> bottles and not your job. I'm going to say pretzels, pretzels. And yeah. And just, just some basic, non-perishable you know maybe some almonds or something not i don't my, know not my chair uh, not my just, problem yeah she she buys the stuff in bulk and uh we've got we've got a little we've actually got a little warehouse but uh she's got a shelf and it's all set up and uh she basically has baskets ready to go and just swap it out one goes in and empty one goes out and uh that's it and uh and then, like I said, when we're in town, a lot of times she'll actually, if she does it herself, she'll she'll write a little note and just say, welcome, welcome the Adams family. Hope you have a great time. The Glad Adams family? It's probably, well, I just made that up. You oh. know, I figured you oh, like the, the Adams family. The, the guest is the Adams family. I thought you were saying that you. Yeah, were... yeah, 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 yeah. No, she'll say whatever the people's last name is. Welcome. And, uh. And uh, I don't know. Again, I haven't really read all these, so, but uh, I but I do see it pop across in the reviews. Uh, we do. Uh, we actually do a review review uh, where we go through our own reviews and, and look at them. And uh, it shocked me how often the the you know they don't necessarily say gift baskets specifically, but they'll say thanks so much for the little gift or thanks so much. Like when we when we got there, there was something special for us and that meant a lot or something like that. So we have had a lot of people comment on it. Uh, fancy hotels, four star hotels, Michelin star hotels. They will, I've, I've heard that some of them will Google the person on the reservation and so that they know things about them from their social media and go way over the top and give them the things that, you know, if they yeah. mentioned something about a, a drink that they like or something, they, then which I personally find that fairly creepy to be honest, but uh, you know, yeah, yeah, that that's know. that's getting a little weird. But even let's not go high end. I mean, Hilton Honors. You brought up Hilton earlier. Hilton Honors. If you're Hilton Honors, when you show up, they hand you two bottles of water right when you walk in the door. What and, does that mean? Uh, it's like the uh, the, the the membership club rewards. Or? Yeah, it's their rewards re rewards thing. You know, you know, everybody's got a free rewards program. Yeah, but if you uh. Yeah, it's free. You sign up for it. And uh, Hilton's got a lot of different brands of hotels. It's not just Hilton. It's Hampton and Home Two Suites and all those are all Hilton brands. Uh, but if you're a Hilton's reward member, when you show up, they, as soon as you walk in, they hand you two bottles of water. You know, they usually, you know, if you've checked in or whatever, they're usually sitting there waiting for you. And, you know, it's a little, but I got to say, you know, if I come into a hotel after I've been driving all day, I don't, I don't hate getting handed a bottle of water, you know, so. So how do I separate myself from a hotel? How do I make my, you know, and again, it's not even the same thing, right? Like, uh, well, I'll say you got to remember first, you already are separated. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's so much separating yourself from a hotel as it is being a fantastic host. And I think what, what it means to be a fantastic host is, is evolving all the time and changing. I mean, if you're in a short-term rental market or vac true vacation market, you're not, as much competing with a hotel really you're really not uh you're but you, there you are competing you know we've talked about the evolution of this deal forever it, you know you go back five ten years ago these things were all with uh third-party property managers and you know they weren't doing any of this stuff and now there are a ton more hosts uh or you know uh, self-managing people and people you know airbnb vrbo hosts that you know have stepped up their game and you know, I attribute that a lot to, you know, I'm going to say you, <laughs> I mean, you've trained a lot of people how to do this better. Uh, <laughs> let's be real. And, uh, and, and people have just evolved with that. And then I think, 
you know, it's going to be a little bit of an evolution. And I don't, I don't see that as a bad thing, quite frankly. So, um, you know, people rent these places for the experience of it, you know, so. If you want to buy a short-term rental in one of the best vacation markets in America, you're looking for the short-term shop. They are the experts in the vacation rental space. Their team of realtors are fantastic. If you use the short-term shop to buy your home, you'll have access to free classes with me to teach you how to get your property up and running. Join us at theshorttermshop.com. Brokered by EXP. Well, thank you for the kind words, which is very interesting to hear you say that. And and looking back at my career now, I've taught something like 10,000 plus people how to be badass, you know, super hosts, for lack of a better way to put it, premier hosts. And, uh, uh, you know, I just don't think of my per- myself as that kind of person. Like I just, for me, I was just doing it the whole time just to win. You know, I just didn't want to be at the mercy of the man and have a... I just wanted to live a better life and things. And, and this is the, 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 this is where I've been, the hand I was dealt. And, uh, and again, I, I say it all the time. Like you would never expect a guy like me is fairly abrasive guy with like a, a filthy mouth and a bad sense of humor to have like a good reviews, but it, it is, you know, it's, it's just, anyway, I appreciate you saying that because uh, I, I just, uh, I don't think of myself that way. And, and uh, well, and, I think it's good for the industry too. I mean, talking about, you know, if we're competing or whatever, uh, you know, the more evolved hosts get, the better the reputation. You know, you talk, we started this all off with that commercial you saw about the creepy yeah. Airbnb Verbo uh, rental. And those exist. You they know, do there exist. are crappy hosts out there. And, and, that's bad for our industry. So to so me, it's a, a good How thing. Come, that, why do I still get shit on though? You know what I mean? Like the, I, my houses are anything but what that commercial is depicting. My houses are beautiful, new floors, new countertops, new appliances, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And we still get crapped on. That's what makes me nuts. Well, uh, I, I think part of that is just, you know, it, when people go on vacation, they become a little bit different person. Yeah. You know, it's the, uh, it's, it's, I call it wedding day syndrome, you know, uh, on your wedding day, you know, something that wouldn't bother you any other day of the rest of your life can throw you into a, a, a tizzy, you know? And, uh, it's a little bit the same when you go on vacation. I think, I think people, you know, you got to remember people have spent more than likely spent all day in the car, you know, and they may have had six kids in the back screaming the whole time and, you know, and then they're showing up and, they just have a different expectation, I guess, than if they were walking into their own house after that, you know? So uh, I think part of that just comes with, this is the business we've chosen, you know? Yeah, hospitality. 100%, the godfather, if you will. But Pavan, Pavan yeah, the godfather. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're I feel right. like we need to, yeah, you did it, you did it, but we need to call his name out anytime we say that. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, but as, yes, again, again, it comes from the godfather, but yeah, I mean, that's where I got it from. Uh, he's He is the godfather after all, uh, pretty much, but Anyway, so uh, you know, you're right. And what do you do when they when they when they arrive at the property with the kids screaming at them and they're just trying to get to their first vodka soda? And and, and you're, I mean, again, it goes back to breathing room. I think uh, the only thing we can do in short term, especially versus hotels, which we keep going back to that topic today, is 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 to give them breathing room. We don't have a front desk where she can come down and ask for for therapy, you know, and get a and get a, a diet coke to put in her vodka. We don't have that. You got to you know, you're a little bit on your own. And I think that is something that a lot of times folks don't realize because again, it is a fairly new thing here. I mean, how it's like something like 90% of your guests are going to be the first time ever using Airbnb, you know? Right. Verbo yeah. again, that's a different Another thing. thing. Technology, technology has made a lot of this easier too. You know, I mean, we I brought up, we're doing gift baskets and handwritten notes and I, I understand not everybody can do that, you know, but uh, uh, my brain just blanked on it. What's the, there's the app. Uh, they bring groceries Instacart. to your house. Uh, Instacart, you know, that has made, you know, if people show up and they don't, and they, you know, I'm not suggesting we put, you know, a pile of toothbrushes in our places, but if they forgot something or they really need something or they're missing a blanket or something, it used to, ha- I mean, it used to kind of be a big deal for us to have to, oh my gosh, I got to get a hold of my cleaner at 10 o'clock at night and maybe they can bring something out there or whatever. You can just Instacart people something pretty easy now these days. And uh, that can go a long ways in taking, uh, you know, you like hit that Instacart button and spend $15 and bring them something that can like completely, I don't want to say shut them up, but it can completely flip the, 
you know, them being upset to holy crap, these people are on it, you know? And uh, so I don't know. We've, we've done stuff like that before too. I've got two stories from recent travels. Uh, well, not one travel and one uh, host situation that I want to tell. First one I was in, again, back in Omaha. I'm always, you know, the motherland. You're from Iowa. You get it. I went, went home, see yeah. folks or wherever I was doing there. And, uh, um, and, and uh, I was staying in this hotel and I did not, uh, I picked this hotel because of location. It was not uh, the nicest. Yeah, it was okay. And, uh, and so my, I couldn't get the TV to work. And I, I mean, I'm the guy that is constantly helping people figure out how to get their TV to work. It's what I do for a living pretty much, you know? And so, uh, I'm like, man, this is something wrong with this. This TV's busted. Something's going on here. That's like a plumber having to ask how to turn the shower on. Yeah, exactly. That's rough. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but, uh, I it just, I was like, this thing's busted. I can't figure it out. And for once I was like, you know what? Screw it. Everybody's always asking me, I'm going to ask this guy. So he was like, I'll be right up there. And I was like, well, that's creepy. First of all, I didn't even really want him to come up because, you know, I mean, you know, it's just a little weird, invasive. Um, but, uh, he, sure enough, he came in and, and, and fixed it. It was something to do with, it wasn't, it wasn't something I could fix. It, uh, they had some kind of weird cable box situation in this house, like behind the wall in this hotel that, uh, it was beyond my control. He's like, yeah, it happens all the time. Um, but, uh, I got you taken care of. And, uh, um, but I, I went away from that with thinking to myself, man, you know what? I really did appreciate at the end of the day that this guy could get me 14 minutes of, of, the, of Seinfeld. Um, so that I could get some sleep because I had to get up early and go kick some more ass or whatever, you know, and, um, and, uh, and that stuck with me. And, and that leads me to my second story, which is I've had this, I've got a guest right now. She's going to remain nameless, but she's at a property that's right down the street from where I live. So normally the, if you're a regular old host, it's probably not something you can do. Most hosts don't live anywhere near their property. And really that's the best way to do it. Um, uh, but, um, she was getting on me about every little thing, every little thing. And I mean, just stupid stuff, you know, and this is a home that was just completely rehabbed. So it's in that, it's in that stage. And I know, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. It's in that stage where I just completely rehabbed it over the winter and it's back in service, but there's little stuff that, um, you know, was probably missed, uh, or, or just oversights because we were, we were, we had the eye on the prize, you know, with the, with the cabinets right. and the countertops and the, oh, no, and that's the dryer. You know, and the little tiny yeah. stuff, we don't, you know, when you're working on a house, that little tiny stuff, I mean, my, my dad's a classic, classic example. He built the house he lives in. You go into the, into the bathroom in his basement and nothing, and not, nothing's finished, you know? And, and that's usually the way of 20 years I, later, 20 years later. And a contractor's brain works like that. I've, I did it. I'm done. I did all, you know, the big heavy stuff. If that's done, they, they, most eyeballs in the, that are doing that kind of stuff don't look. So you got to kind of rely on your guests your first few, five, you know, four, five, six guests to kind of give you, you know, and you, and that's a good idea to tell them, say, Hey, this thing was just rehabbed. You might notice a little thing here and there. Um, and I did not do that with this lady. So she came in and she was like, the ceiling fan doesn't work, which I was like, Oh crap. Cause I'll get to that of my system there. And then um, one of the blinds was missing off of one of the doors, which I didn't know. I didn't even care. You know, like that's not something, whatever, who cares? And she's throwing a fit over it. And then she said their hairdryer broke and, and then the next thing you know, it was just one thing after another, little stuff. So I, I said, you know what? Screw it. Um, she's going to leave me a bad review, but I'm going to go into this thing and I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can. And so that when that bad review comes in, I can say, you know what? I, I tried as hard as I could. I did everything I could. And, it, and, and, and she, you know, she still wants to hit me. What do you want from me? And so at that point it's her, it's not me, you know? So I go over there and I'm wearing my, I was wearing a different Metallica shirt. Uh, and you know, I got the hair and the tattoos and everything. You have more than one. Yeah, I do. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, the good thing about that is they would never believe that I own the property, you know, and they would, they'd never even ask this guy didn't even ask. And I, I just kind of, you know, I roll in with a drill and a, and two, six, six, uh, screwdrivers and two things of duct tape or whatever. And, uh, your handyman starter kit. Handyman, yeah, without the tool belt, but everything else. And uh, so, you know, and the guy goes, oh, it must be pretty busy around here for you. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, cool. He thinks I'm the handyman. And uh, and I'm like, yeah, man, it's getting to be that time of year, you know. And uh, and, and then I went over and I fixed the um, – fixed something. I don't remember what it was, one of the 16 things. And and I go, look at that, world's greatest handyman. 
And uh, and luckily on that one, now now I will say, as we're on a massive tangent here, I got super lucky on this one. She just kept giving me a list and a list. I'm like adding to this list. And she was actually a pretty nice lady. Um, I was able to fix everything she w- was asking about in about 14 minutes. And it was funny because I had to get back here to the office to teach management Monday and show people, you know, how to do this so, and how to do this from a distance. And the office just texted me, you know, how to do it from a distance. And the office is texting me, Luke management Monday starts in like eight minutes. Where are you? Where are you? And I'm like, uh, no, you know what? I'm going to get this done. Anyway, long story short, I ended up getting all the stuff she wanted fixed and she was so happy. And, um, uh, I don't even remember why I started telling this story, but, um, here's another funny thing. I got up in the, uh, Oh, the, the fan remote. Let me tell that part. So what I do, if the fan's got a remote, um, most of the cool fans have remotes, which means one switch. You can't have the separate. In some cases, you can do separate switches with a remote uh, fan, but not not usually. In this particular one, you can't. So I just put it on medium. Light on, medium fan, and I hide the remotes because it's going to be gone in two days, you know. So, uh, and those are more difficult to replace than like a Roku remote. Um, so anyway, um, I went and found the remote and, um, and which was in my truck, I think, or maybe it was in Avery's office. I don't remember, but I, I it wasn't where I thought it was. So I had to dig around and, uh, I went in and I turned it on and, uh, and the, they were so happy about this stupid fan. And if I was on vacation, I never even would have thought about this stupid fan. Oh, just, you know, I guess can't figure it out. Who cares? Move on. Let's go to the beach my wife's got to have a fan oh really yeah well this was in the living room the bedroom's got fans but anyway oh, yeah, um, yeah. i agree the bedrooms do need fans in most cases uh but uh, <laughs> anyway i don't even remember why i started telling this story but again back to hospital hospitality you got to be better than the hotels um and if it wasn't for that dude in that hotel that came and fixed my tv in omaha i'll be honest i wouldn't have gone to the house to fix the fan um, and the, and the, and the, and the whatever else and the hairdryer and, 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 uh, you know, so, um, thank you to that hotel for inspiring me to go over there and do that. But I really don't think that, you know, I th- that's training our guests to, to expect the unexpectable, you know, or the, 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 the impossible, quite frankly, because there's no front desk. It's not scalable front desks in short term. It's not scalable. You, you know, you could, you could be that guy that Googles your guest and has everything that they want perfect ready for them. But man, how are you going to do that at scale? There's not enough return. Like, you know, you're going to have to have such an ultra high level luxury place that, that, that the return is not going to be there, you know? So right. anyway, I don't even know what there's not a, there's not a, there's not an Instacart for a handyman with Metallica shirts. There used to be, there used to be, it was out of Nashville. It was called tackle. And I used it all the time. It was Uber. It was like Instacart for handyman. It was freaking really. Awesome. Yeah. They went out of business like a month after COVID. I used them all the time. You had them in the Smokies. We had it in the Smokies, man. Uh, now, it wasn't actually in the Smokies. It was in um, Knoxville, but they would come down there Knoxville. occasionally. And it was, dude, you were reviewing these guys, so they actually had incentive to to do better. It was exactly Uber or like if you've ever done, um, you know, any of these type of places like, uh, like uh, uh, what's the – you ship, you know, if you, I just shipped a motorcycle right. and the guy has to take a hundred pictures and it has to look exactly like they did when he picked it up, when he drops it off. And it was like that. They come and they take a million pictures of before and a million pictures of after, and then you review them. And it was actually fairly reasonably priced. It was T A K L I think is what it was. Um, I used it awesome. all the time. We had them in Destin too. We had them in Pensacola. Um, and then it, it was like, it, uh, uh, COVID hit and they were just gone. It sucked. Um, that does suck. We need to fire that back up. I'm telling you, man. I mean, it may, maybe it could be done. I don't know. I'll use, dude, I use them constantly. It was awesome. Um, but anyway, thank you to the hotel for inspiring me to go down there and fix that lady's stuff. But again, not really scalable. What do you think about, I mean, you've been to Disney. What do you think about Disney? Well, I go to the motorhome. I've only been to Disney one time, which is a shame. I need to get down there more. Um, and we took the bus and we stayed at, um, yeah, we stayed at uh, now here, but you're right about Disney. We stayed at uh, Fort wilderness, which was fantastic. Now Disney is the best man. That's to do hospitality as well as they do it at a huge scale like that. I mean, their parks are making like what 20, I think I Googled it one time. It's something like $25 million a day in just one park. Um, and, or, you know, at, at Disney World itself or whatever. 
And don't quote me on that number, but it's, you know, it's, it's up there and gro- and we're talking gross or whatever, but, um, here's a Disney story. I went up to the ice cream shack at the, uh, never at the Tomorrowland, and, the, and, um, the guy in front of me ordered and then he got what he was getting. And then he goes, this isn't what I ordered. And they just handed him another one that he, you know, his new order. And I was like, that was weird. And so I get up there and I ordered uh, my daughter, you know, she was real young. It was her fourth birthday. And, and she ordered, uh, I said, you know what you sh- they got? They got root beer float. She never had a root beer float. And, the, and I ordered a root beer float. I don't know what we're talking about anymore on short-term rental management today. <laughs> I don't know, time. but I love a root beer float. Yeah, I know that. Float. I love a root beer float. <laughs> so I go, babe, you, you got to get a root beer float. You never had one of these. It's going to be awesome. And she goes, oh, well, I want the ice cream. I said, no, it's got ice cream in it. She goes, it does. And I said, yeah. She says, okay, let's get that. So I ordered the root beer float. And they handed me some other thing, like, a, I don't know, a dilly bar or something. And I'm like, what is this? And I, I said, I ordered a root beer float. And she looked at me. And she goes, what? Like, and I'm like, so now she thinks I'm that other guy that was bullshitting her to get the free ice cream, you know? And I was like, my daughter's over here, you know, dying for this root beer float. It's like the first time she didn't have to take a nap in the afternoon, you know? Uh, <laughs> so they just handed it to me. And then I read the book. Uh, be be our guest and it's like whoa this is what they do you know and then but the problem is there is people take advantage of it you know like that dude in front of me he took advantage of it he was like oh if i just tell them they they screwed it up they'll give me another one um and so that's where it starts to cost you money but i think you know disney's take on that is like who cares you know we're working at such a massive scale here that it doesn't the free ice cream doesn't matter but with us just hosts on one property you know it does matter right and I still think going back to like fundamentals, you know, of like how do, how do you do this? And how, I think a lot of this it falls back on upstream. You know, I think a lot of this hospitality and making to where people don't complain. It, it's getting ahead of stuff before they, you make your properties to where they don't have any reason to complain. And if you strive to that all the time, and we, you and I have talked about this, we do it in our long terms. Uh, you know, if you make the place nice enough, you know, to where they don't want to trash it they're not going to trash it you know you know you always have exceptions to the rule but i think a lot of that go you know always strive to make your properties nice don't wait for people to complain to fix stuff i guess is where i'm going with that so i've actually um, considered there's always something yeah i've actually considered a bit of a uh what you see is what you get vibe or even going so far as to put that in my guidebook for guests like uh, i i went through yesterday with this uh with this ceiling fan like when you, because here, my brain, all I see, she's seeing the forest through the trees or the other way around, you know? So um, I, I'm, I'm seeing the brand new floors and the brand new appliances and the brand new massive 80 inch TV on the wall and all this crazy and the paint, brand new fresh paint everywhere and, and brand new furniture. I'm talking, you know, we put $25,000 of furniture in just two rooms and, 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 and she comes in and all she can do is see that the damn ceiling fan doesn't work. And I'm like, well, what about that $25,000 worth of furniture I just put in your damn I hate house? to say it though, Luke, I hate to say it. And you know this, but she doesn't know that and she doesn't need to, you know, I mean, you took new pictures, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she, her expectation was the new floors and new furniture. I mean, that's why she booked it because of the, those pictures that you had done. So she doesn't know that that was put in yesterday. That's you know? true. Yeah. Uh, unless, yep. unless you tell her, yep. I mean, unless you tell her, she has no clue. Hey. She's, she booked that place because it looked baller and there's a couple things that weren't. And that's what she's complaining about. Yeah. You know? So I, I, and, I, I raised uh, the expectations too high. I should have left it dumpy is what you're saying. I'm not here. <laughs> I'm not you saying know? that, but you know, uh and it uh it's always uh it's keeping your emotions out of it too i mean i just got done with yeah. a massive rehab and when you get done doing a rehab like that all you can do is stand back and stare at it and go man look what i just did yep. and they, but, but like i said i took pictures the day after and that's going to be the expectation you know so they don't know that and uh they don't need to uh, quite honestly they they're we're doing that so they booked the place and they booked that place because it looks like that so well, we got to the devil is the fact that so. if you leave the old pictures, they're going to be disappointed with the new rehab that cost oh, you a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. They're going to be like, this isn't what I rented. And I'm like, no, it's a hundred thousand dollars better than what you rented. I made that number up because it's an even number. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's like, it's almost like you can't win sometimes, but that's the business we've chosen. Yep. I was just going to say the same thing. So you beat me to it. Yeah. Uh, I have considered but, uh, that though, you know, to finish my point there it, it, to, uh, you know, what the, the, what you see is what you get thing. And that's just not a good idea. That, 
first of all, again, we're talking about a very small amount of people here with this this th- uh, ceiling fan lady. Most people are not going to care or even notice and still give you a good review and just, you know. But she deserved it. You know, she did deserve it, man. They drove all the way down from wherever, Indiana, and they they, they worked their, their ass off to, to earn up for this week-long vacation. And their kids locked themselves in the bedroom and don't want to talk to them because they're teenagers. And she had a big old handle of vodka uh, in the cabinet in the whole nine yards, you know. And, and she, by, by God, she wants that ceiling fan to work. And, uh, and at the end of the day, it's our job to make sure that happens. But uh, it's difficult to do that from a distance sometimes. But yeah, so at you know at the end of the day, I don't think that what you see is what you get is a uh, is a good idea. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it, sometimes I don't know. We all we all get there where you just you want you, you you get about three guests in a row that are bad, and you kind of get fed up with it pretty quick. But it goes back to this is the business we have chosen. It is hospitality, and the reality of it is way more of our guests are fantastic than 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 aren't and a lot of times the ones that aren't you know if you really dig deep and look in the mirror uh there is room for improvement you know and as much as that is hard to swallow like exactly what you said on these rehabs uh you know you'd spend a hundred thousand dollars and half of half a year rehabbing a place and they walk in complaining about stuff you gotta look in the mirror should they be you know i mean did i leave sawdust in the cabinets or you know whatever and uh if I did, then you need to take care of that stuff and and fix it. So, yeah, and I, and I, I've already made this point, but I do think it's a good idea to just go let let them know. Let, hey, we just rehab this thing. Might be a couple of things. Let us know if you see anything. I should have done that with this lady. It would have gone a lot smoother. And, and I think the let us know thing goes a long way too. Like, hey, we we value your feedback. We tried our best. Blah blah blah. But you know, whatever we can do to improve this, we're we, we want your feedback. You know. But you got to be careful with that too, because we've had some people that have really given us some feedback, you know? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we're not, uh, we're not putting in a, a, you know, a free chocolate fountain in the in the living room. You know, <laughs> like that, but but it, you know, it is part of being a leader. You know, you can't just sit around and say I'm the best of the best, and I, I'm look at me, I'm so good at this. You got to be able to take criticism and and build upon it and learn. Absolutely. From it. Um, otherwise you're just gonna, you know, we, we're, we're fruit at the end of the day, if we're not growing, we're dying. Um, and, and that's ego is what that is. And uh, I mean, this, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I got no problem, you know, uh, and, and as a leader and as a leader, you gotta be ready to pivot. Uh, um, you know, I've always said that, I mean, if you're not, if you get into a business like this and you're not willing, it's not, you're, there's nothing in this that's going to be a, a five year set it and forget it. You know, whether it's your your pricing or your decor or whatever, it, the times are going to change. And I don't know what this is going to look like in five years, but one thing I can guarantee is it's going to be different from what it looks like today. And uh, so you have to, there's always that fine line of like, no, that's not the way you do it. No, that's not the way you do it. No, well, maybe we need to do it that way now. You know, that there's always that like flip, you know, uh, uh, you brought up the like the welcome baskets and stuff, you know, I mean. I was so against that when we started this business. And uh, even when my wife started doing it, I was pretty darn against it. And I, I just finally had to let it go as one of the, uh, one of those being a good husband things. I, I had to, there's a lot of things like with this that my wife enjoys. And I, mm-hmm. I, I like, it was kind of an aha moment for me one day. Like I was getting on her. I'm like, don't do it like that. Do it like this. And why are you doing that? And blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, like it hit me one day. It's like, that's like, her thing in life. She enjoys it. Why am I like, who am I to sit here and freaking tell her not to do something? Cause she's doing what that's why we're doing this. Cause we, we quit our W two jobs to do something we love and that's the part of it. She loves. So let her do whatever she wants, you know? And, uh, so that, that, that was kind of our little inside our business evolution, I guess. But you, know, uh, you bring up an excellent point where, you know, a, a Hilton hotel doesn't have a husband and wife, like debating who's going to message what to a, somebody staying in the hotel you know so it is an element of what you see is what you get with hotels and it's almost like dude if you're coming to stay in our short term in our house you're going to need to be a little bit hip to the fact that it's an experience and it's going to be different than the the one you stayed in yesterday because again it's just a single family home owned by by some cool people and and uh, i think that's part of it you know and and I, i i forget about that i do forget about that because you know we try spend so much time trying to systematize things and and stuff like that. And, uh, but at the end of the day, 
Um, the best guests are the ones that are adventurous and want an experience and want a story to tell. And, and, uh, and I think that that is exactly why we're in this business. Um, so. Well, and you brought up something there too. I mean, it's like, they're showing up. There is such a different level of expectation guest to guest. You know, you threw out a stat yeah. of, you know, whatever 90% of the guests are like first time user. Their only frame of reference is a hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's it versus, you know, you get a lot of the people that come to Smokies are returning, you know, not necessarily returning to your property, but they've been here a lot of times. If they've been here a lot of times, they've rented these from a lot of different hosts. So their level of expectation might be a a lot. I hate to say lower, but different than somebody that's only stayed in a hotel for their entire life. You know, if somebody has been stayed in 20 Airbnbs, they know that it's going to be different from host to host and property to property. And they're completely fine with that. And then they get it, you know. Um, so anyway, it's just, there's a lot of mindset stuff of putting yourself in the guest shoes. You know, what, what, what's their life even look like? You have no clue, you know? And, uh, like I threw out the little thing of, you know, they just got done driving for eight hours and they're grouchy when they get there, you know? And, uh, so, you know, there's just a lot of stuff that we don't know guest to guest. So it's a business we've chosen. Um, yeah, I don't even know what the hell we're talking about anymore, and it's awesome. It's fun, but uh, Tim does sell uh, cabins in the Smokies. I just want to plug you real quick, and if you want to talk to Tim or or, or somebody in one of our other markets, uh, shortterm shop dot the shortterm shop dot com. We'd love to talk to you. Love to have you. I, of course, I teach management Monday. Teach people how to set their property up and get it running, and uh, get a, get a good uh, get good reviews, and how to deal with bad ones, and all that stuff, and all the stuff we're talking about today. Uh, we'd love to have you as part of the family. We're the best in the business. Not not uh, shy about that, and we're happy to throw that coming. I mean, no, you can't touch us. We're the best, you know. Period. So the shorttermshop.com. dot uh, com. Agents, wanna... agents at the short term shop also, uh, or either way, yeah, shorttermshop.com dot com or agents. If you want to, you know, pick an agent or whatever, but yeah, either yeah. way, get or a hold of us. We'll uh, help email you. agents at the shorttermshop.com. dot com. If you want to be on the show, guest at. Um, strmshow.com guest at strmshow.com i'm now uh accepting inter- i'm doing interviews for future podcasts i'm kidding guys just come hang out and party with me not that big a deal i did have a quote though want to quote do or unless you want to do a book we've talked about several books we always do it's a big part of our lives uh is there a book you want to say on the way out I mean, we've talked about this a lot on this one, uh, and I think it's, you know, we talked about a lot of stuff, but I think getting into the leadership side of things on this and being a leader, so extreme ownership, I mean, look look in the mirror all the time. And, uh, you know, this isn't a business that you're going to excel in if you're, if you're always blaming somebody else for the things that go wrong. Um, you know, if you go extreme and take everything on yourself and, and fix it and be a leader, you're going to do well. So uh, extreme ownership is one of my favorite books. So absolutely, I think that fits well with what we're talking about today. Yep. I've been talking about this one a lot lately, but unreasonable hospitality. I, I did enjoy that book. I just finished it and, uh, sorry for plugging it so many times, but I, I did enjoy it. But, oh, by the way, I think that's where this quote came from. I don't really know where this quote came from, but I wrote it down and I think it applies to today's show. Uh, and the quote is nobody knows what they are doing until they do it. Makes you think, doesn't it? Simple as that. Scared? True. About it? Oh my God! How am I going to do this? Well, can't learn to ride a bike at a seminar. There's another quote: uh, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, <laughs> Luke Carl, Wayne Gretzky, Abraham Lincoln. Um. Anyway, all right. We love you. Short-term rental management. Again, hit me up. Come on the show. We'd like to party with you. Guest at strmshow.com. Thank you, Tim. Long-haired Luke. Cashflow Carl. Don't overthink it.